Hey, everybody. Welcome to Studio Sex Paranormal Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hill, with my co-host, Shane Beek. How are you living? Doing all right. I'm making All right. Um, tonight, a uh, special Monday night show, we have somebody we've had on the show before and a person that we haven't had on the show before. So it should be interesting to see. Um, they're both from Cold Spiders Paranormal, um, Rob Demarest and Ahmed Quill. And without further ado, I'm just going to, people know who these people are. So I'm not going to really get into this long dissertation of invitation because these people are cool. Yeah, they're cool. What's up? What's up? Yo. Yo. Hello. Hi, Amanda. Hello. So, oh my God, do I have echo? I'm going to be mad if I have echo. Don't have echo. Oh God, I don't know what is wrong. I updated my computer today, so... Yeah, you're echoing. Son of a bitch. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Um, (laughs) We just we just won't listen to you. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 You'll just be quiet for the show. Go ahead and and talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna try. Oh, this is what it sounds like when the doves cry. Yikes. Oh <laughs> Yikes, Rudy. So last time I was on um, your show, um, yep. Shane was surprising me left, right, and center by speaking some Cree. Do you know some Cree, or were you... Was no, that just, no. You just picked no. some up? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like... <gasps> no, I, I don't know any. Mm-hmm. But, yep. Yeah, that was a great show. We had good times. That was fun. That was fun. I don't think that we... Um, finished any sentences or stories <laughs> we just kind of next one which is so yep. so what you been up to rob um probably about 235 <laughs> you know give or take yeah you know i mean it's it's a obviously as you get older it's a consistent effort it's hitting the gym it's putting in the work you know yep. um just lifting strong lifting heavy you know, trying to get over that noise that Jay was making. Um, just the usual for me. Awesome. Awesome. And if you can hear that in the background, I'm going to see if she'll be quiet. <laughs> Spooky yes. things coming out of your closet, Rob. Yeah, there's crazy ah, shit I'm in I'm coming out of the closet on tonight's show. Hey, Rob's <laughs> coming out tonight. <laughs> Woo! Okay, dog. No more noise. Go what was that, Jay? See how that works. Am I still echoing? I don't. I don't hear one. Can you hear me? Yeah, it sounds good. Okay. All right. Good. All right. All right. <clears throat> yeah, being rushed and and trying to get things organized and all this hoo ha, you know. Um, when you're when uh, my wife texts me and says, "Can you help me unload groceries from the car?" And that, that's okay. I mean, I I, I get yeah. it. It's mm. My husbandly duties. But, yeah. yeah. Now you're echoing. What's up with you? Nothing. I haven't changed a thing. It it might be just Streamyard. Don't worry about it. This is okay. Go. So let's get into some questions here. So Rob, Mike, um, Shane asked, you know, what you've been up to. Um, let me get uh, a little bit of your opinion on some of the stuff that's been going on lately in um, the paranormal field, like sure. such as um, some of the drama 
and some of the, the issues that even on the paranormal on TV and even the paranormal in on Facebook and stuff. Um, what are your some of your opinions on some of that whole dissertation of all that? As far as the TV stuff goes, now I'm not going. Um, there, there. It's funny because a lot of the stuff that's come to light, everyone who was involved in the TV side of things knew a decade ago. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is not news to those of us who knew. You know, I mean, we're, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I assume you're talking about Nick and Zach and Destination yeah. Fear. Yeah. Um, obviously, Nick knew about that when it happened. The rest of us did. Um, I assume he did too. Destination Fear is kind of a new thing. I, I You know... Mark this interview as Rob stands up for Zach, right? Okay. Sure. And I'm going to say why. One, I want him, as you can see on my Twitter, I want him to give me tickets to his museum. But that's not the important <laughs> one. Um, number two is, okay, let's take Destiny, Destination Fear as an example. Zach is an executive producer, which means that he doesn't have to do hardly anything and he gets a huge paycheck. So, I, I've spoken to Zach before. He is a solid businessman. Right. So, I, you know, everyone says, oh, he's all about the ego. I don't know about that. I think he might be all about the money. And if so, why put a kibosh on something that's earning him a lot of money? Yep. Right. Um, so, I, but then again, look, I don't know the people from Destination Fear. I'll take them at their word for you know what they think happened. It just seems odd to me. Um, if it's not competition and it's paying you, why not stick with it? Right. As far as the paranormal in in the social media, um, I take my blame for some of that stuff. You know, I mean, my stance has been real clear. A lot of the the equipment I see is a joke mm -hmm. it's oh, seriously absolute crap um, <clears throat> I agree with and that. people are saying i'm a paranormal investigator no <laughs> you're not no you aren't you are listening to a radio scan through channels or you have a device that just spits out random words associated with a haunting that's not investigating that's larping right. yeah, you're, you're role playing it yep mm -hmm. Because um, you don't want to put in the hours and put in the work, mm -hmm. you know, so that's my take on it. And a lot of people will defriend me and say I'm bitter and hate on me. That's fine. I'm not a little kid. You know, I'm almost 30 years old. I can take that kind of criticism. <laughs> He's a little kid. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> now, um, you know, talking about some of the equipment and stuff, uh, what are some of the equipment that Cold Spotters uses? Amanda? Well, we are, um, we're, we're really big on, on our audio. So I'm always, um, I have my Zooms and my DR60. Um, and then I have, um, what have I been using up here? Um, the Tempest, is it called? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, the Tempest. So, um, and it, um, and what else? And they're the, the equipment that we got from the um, from the fellow in England, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Skyer Paranormal mm-hmm. Equipment. Um, so he's doing some really cool stuff. We're really, um, we're really pretty kind of like just basic. Um, I don't do too much. Um, I always, I kind of make fun of Rob a lot of times because he always has so many things because he's trying out so many devices or trying yeah, out so that. many. I'm crazy like that. We talked about yeah. that last time. Yeah. yeah. So it's like his little, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're pretty, pretty basic. Just, um, oh, Rob loves this. We, we use our senses. Oh, that's so stupid. I really honestly dislike when people say that. When they go, hey, I'm old school. I stick to my senses. First of all, old school does not go back as far as the movie The Exorcist. Right. We're talking <laughs> hundreds of years. And hundreds of years ago, they were still using equipment. Of course. Um, so the problem I have with is this. I rely on my senses. They'll never let you down. That's completely untrue. Your sight will let you down. Your hearing lets you down. Your Even your sense of smell lets you down. We are not a amazing, you know, if you put a great voice recorder against my hearing, voice recorder wins every time. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. True. You know, so whereas I have no problem with people using their senses saying, you know, I just use my senses. Okay. But, you know, so, so what... I guess my point is, it's fine depending on what you, you're doing this for. Right, right. Um, if you want to get quantifiable evidence, you know, which is very tough in this field, almost, well, it's proven impossible thus far, but that doesn't mean it'll never happen, mm-hmm. um, then, then your senses aren't good enough. Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw an apparition. Actually, this is a true story. I did see an apparition near Amanda's old apartment in Canada. So you guys have to accept that you guys are hardcore skeptics. Well, I saw it, therefore it is. You guys have to change your minds right now because I'm telling you I saw it. <laughs> no, what are you laughing at? Right, right. Yeah, I know how it is. Yeah. No, and you know I, what I mean? I, like I, I, honestly. Yeah. So but but my sense is I, I you know, I didn't hear anything, but I saw it. Well, did you get a video? No, man. I'm old school. I sense that shit. Oh, I cut off there. <laughs> we like to um to try new things as well too, and try different um ideas. Or I actually used uh, a random word, what the energy speaker, energy speaker, or something on the tempest, and it was kind of crazy because I usually don't go for those um, gadgety kind of equipment, and. This day it was like it was actually answering every question. Now, it wasn't actually coincidence, probably yes. But um, like for instance, like we're in the lower mainland of British Columbia here. So when I said where are we, it came up mainland. Um, and I asked um what was around me, and um, I was looking outside at a tree, and there's a trees. So it's a stretch, but um, why not? Why not try it? A lot of people are really into it, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's funny. If I have to watch one more video where they go, you guys aren't prepared for what's about to happen. Watch this. Oh, and they way. show a yeah, clip. I... And they're like, what's my name? Zip, bop, zip, cur, cur. It said my name. No, it didn't. <laughs> Shut up. That's a radio station. Yeah. Like, right. come on, people. Like, remember when we threw away the flashlight on and off? 
it yep. seemed to be like promising. And then someone said, no, that's electron jump. And we all went, yeah. oops. Yeah. Right. Why can't we do that with the radios and, and the ovulus and the connect camera? You know, because people are enjoying it too much. It makes investigating more fun. Because yeah. understand you're playing pretend. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, yeah, and that's the whole thing. I mean, that's that's why we love to have these conversations because we like to have different people on our show that can kind of come with all different and come from all different avenues, you know, and whether the people that watch this or listen to this, you know, believe or not, it doesn't matter. We do this because this is why. I mean, we want this we want all sides of the opinion. Sure. Know? And so yeah, but um let's get into a little bit of your some of your investigations. So let's talk about uh, some of your notable ones that you guys have both been on that you are scratching your heads at. Amanda? Well, um, I actually had one um, recently that was it was really cool. It was um, it was a fellow who believed that there was multiple people messing with him, and they were all on the other side, and. Um, it ended up, it was, it was on my, have you ever seen the movie Big Fish? Yes. Mm, I haven't. Mm. Um, it's almost like kind of Forrest Gumpy, like all the stories are completely unbelievable, but then in the end you actually get a piece of, you know, a picture or something that shows that this guy was there. And um, and this fellow was, was like that. He just had, he was so fascinating. He had so many stories, so many, he'd just been around the world. He just, unbelievable stuff. Um, but he had a lot of loss in his life and, um, I found that he almost had made the people that he missed become his ghosts, like okay. almost like tool puzz, um, okay. almost like manifested it into his own kind of, I don't know, like, I know, like why would he, I don't know, it was just his own survival, his own, um, it's like yeah, a Philip like, experiment. Yeah. It was it was really it was really fascinating, and he could actually tell when um, one one voice would would um, speak. We had the DR sixty going, um, and he'd be like, "Okay, this is going to be Florence," and then it would be a woman's voice that we would get. Oh, this is going to be Danny. So it's almost like he was bringing it out himself. Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of had me a little bit um, baffled a little bit, but. Um, we went in there thinking that this was going to be a demonology case, and um, it wasn't at all, unless you look at it kind of like the old kind of old theories of like demons are what we don't understand or what have you. Um, sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> see, I'm baffled even trying to explain it. It's just like it just seemed like he was really doing this for his own survival, for his own everything, and it was so fascinating because. I can't tell you that those spirits weren't there. Right. Even yeah. though it hundred percent seemed to come from him. Yeah, not yeah. from another person in the room, let's say. Yeah. Okay. So, Jay, Jay. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt Amanda. No. I was yeah. just gonna ask Jay, I believe he asked for a story that about an investigation that both of us had done. Mm -hmm. Um Jay, is that correct? Yeah. Well oh. um oh. Hmm. Oh, I would love to give a, a story to correctly answer the question, Jay, if I might. 
Uh, we were is this, investigating. Is this, wait a minute. Is this how it is with you guys? I mean, you yes. Okay. Um, yeah, this is adorable. No, but this is this is really it fascinating. Is um, <laughs> so we were investigating in Canada, and we did what used to be part of a prison. Mm-hmm. And we walked in, and there was a couple gentlemen already there who I assumed were there to investigate, and a couple of young women. Um, so we headed downstairs, and we did some EVP work, and we were getting some pretty good EVPs, and I came back upstairs, and half the group had gone. Um, and I asked what was going on, and they said, oh, they're just in the other room. And then Amanda came up and went in the other room, um, where this group of people was engaged in lovemaking on camera. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's, here's what, well, here's what left me scratching my head. Um, they started getting into a, a rather heated debate about whether you wear your underwear before you sell them on eBay. Um <laughs> And then they decided it was getting out of hand, so they decided to have a meeting about it. I'm, I'm not making any of this up. Here's the part that I, that leaves me scratching my head. They said, oh, Amanda, Rob, if, if you guys could come with us. So I was part of a roundtable discussion, as was Amanda, on whether you actually need to wear your underwear before you sell them if you're an adult entertainer. This is so funny. It's so true. Oh my yeah. gosh! I pitched wow. a subscript subscription service of um, the underwear. <laughs> I pitched a tent. Zing! Oh! <laughs> it was yeah. It was um. It was one huge building, and it was rented out by two different people, I guess. Let's say mm-hmm. um, during the day, and then we were in there at night. Well, the um, film crew um, were didn't have to leave after because they thought we were just going to be in the basement. So they just stuck around and yeah, it was very interesting. We had paratroopers in there. Wow. I don't know if this well, is what was, the, um, Oh no, he really was one. And then he was dressed as one as well. Like, could you that get was, in trouble for that? You know, that's like, kind of nuance paratrooper. that you get. Well, I mean, you don't hear a lot of behind the scenes story, but he actually was a real legitimate paratrooper. And for his scene, um, I don't know what it entailed, but he dressed as a paratrooper for his scene. Wow. And before I left, uh, you know, I just shouted as loud as I could, God hates you guys, and I ran. <laughs> well, I mean, he was a paratrooper. I was out of there. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that, I guess, wasn't quite the question I had. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But, I, but, but certainly much closer than Amanda. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, but, no, stop I it. Mean, as interesting as that that, that uh, story was, um, yeah, there's there's uh, some uh, different people out there, that's for sure. And in the paranormal field, I would guess, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, let me rephrase that question and uh, say, so what would be the, uh, I guess, an investigation where you guys actually found some evidence that really scratched your head never happened never happened never found any evidence <laughs> i'm kidding um rob i didn't understand the joke amanda oh <laughs> never mind 
<laughs> We're nailing it today. All right. Um, well, don't say uh, we. Hmm? Don't say we. Oh. You know, I mean, before you came on, Amanda, when you were struggling a little behind the scenes, um, Jay was really upset and kept talking about amateur hour, and Shane was trying to calm him down. No. And, well, <laughs> that's the way that. I remember it. And my senses tell me everything I need to know. Right. Um, well, something Amanda, that, you know that's not true. Okay, I'll give you a quick example. When I was filming Ghost Hunters International, um, we got a, the sound of clearly what is akin to a slide whistle. It went, That's cool. And I remember debating, like, okay, so if we present this, we're, we look like idiots. Mm -hmm. But if we don't present it, and there was no one in the room where the sound occurred, aren't we kind of reverse faking so at our own detriment, we put it on the show and everyone was like, as we expected, everyone was kind of like, what a bunch of morons. But um, I've heard music before. I've heard instruments play of their own accord, but never a slide whistle in an empty room. So that, that one was, you know, I mean, it was a fort. Do they play you know what I mean? Like, yeah, is there right, a residual right, right. of a penny whistle going? I don't right. know. It was very right. odd. Now, you've investigated a few forts, have you not? Oh, yeah. Okay, so what would you say would be uh, a, a good fort to go to? I mean, there's a lot of people that, that talk about how forts are, you know, because of the military, because of all the the action that, that these forts have and the history of them all. Um do you have one the, that you would say? Yeah, there's a, there's a port in. Oh, I'm sorry, Amanda. It's okay. very fascinating. Um, Fort Warden in Port Townsend is phenomenal. Anyway, take it away, Rob. No, that's fine. Um, what what makes it phenomenal in your opinion, Amanda? It's so pretty. Um, no, the um, there's there's <laughs> there's houses there. There's a castle there. There's all the barracks. There's an old um, uh. A hospital there that was a school as well after um it was no longer used as a hospital um it was uh kids like a youth detention center for a while um it's just absolutely fascinating and the um it's beautiful like i said <laughs> but i've never gone there and not had just amazing investigations or amazing um activity in the house that we're staying at so um yeah fort warden if anyone is in that area go check it out it's amazing um but I rob has say, better places yeah i mean I've, i definitely do but you know it's not it's not a contest um i would say port <laughs> arthur penitentiary in australia is pretty amazing uh pretty active the weird thing about that one is the the one of the biggest mass shootings in Australian history took place right on the site. And that led to a massive um, gun ban, which we're not going to debate in this forum. But right. the, the yeah. worst part about it is as he was shooting, there's people out for the day and it's a beautiful area. People thought it was a recreation of some sort and headed right towards him. Oh, oh no. Yeah, so, and we weren't allowed, here was the strange part, we were not allowed to talk about it on camera, 
because it happened so recently that it was very fresh in people's minds. Sure. But, um, you know, I would like to do this while I'm here. This is Dr. Thunder, my sponsor. And um, look, I'm Andre the Giant. Look, wait, can we see that? Can we, can we go to camera two? Camera yeah. two? Ah, I'm so big. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he said fort, though, not port. Fort? Fort. Did you cut off her video for interrupting? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. Uh, Your internet probably had a Streaming art is, is, is being difficult today for some reason. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I always rank it kind of number one. If, if you said, look, I want to get activity. I, I either believe or I don't believe. I want to make sure that the I've only got one investigation left. What would you recommend? Don't give me a specific. Give me a type. Uh, my top three would be one mental asylum, two um, incarceration, prison, jail, what have you. Three uh, military usage, you know, um, forts and mil. I mean, so we kind of in the Philippines um, had all of that at Clark Air Force Base, which was uh, a lot of people, American soldiers from in that were served in Vietnam, um, mm -hmm. were were helped there, and some of them didn't make it, but incredibly active location, sure. right. I, and that's the one thing about like forts and like air bases and, and military bases, stuff like that, stuff that is not um, active anymore. It just, you know, it holds so much of that energy left over. And I just, you know, just find that forts are really pretty interesting. And plus the fact that um, even the castles, like you've gone to a lot, a couple different castles. Both of you have, haven't you? I haven't investigated per se in a lot of them but have been to okay. um yeah i just hang out there and you have been in there um i've investigated probably seven eight castles wow um chillingham in england is quite active you know i mean my my pet theory which amanda and i have discussed is that spirit energy, whatever the bond, the, the atomic bond that holds it together, dissipates over time. Um, I would agree People with that. say, well, people always say, why don't we see cavemen? Well, quite possibly there were at one point visible cavemen ghosts, but that that bond that was holding them together dissipated. Um, and so... For me, a lot of the castles we did may have just been right on the, the brink of not much going on anymore. Well, that um, makes sense. It was just too far gone. Mm -hmm. You know, my one of my favorites was, uh, again, GHI. And it was my favorite castle because they said, oh, and there's also a rumor that there's a lake monster in this big moat around the place. So we were caught in a windstorm. So myself and Joe Chin went outside to get a look at it, you know, and, and no one wanted us to do it because they weren't going to use it on the show and it was wasting time. Man, I don't care. I want to go find the lake monster. <laughs> so the, the point of the story is that there was a massive windstorm to the point that you couldn't even speak. And I had so much saliva build up in my mouth 
that I turned to say something to Joe, who was behind me, and a massive wad of spit came flying out of my mouth. Hit Joe square in the face, to which he responded, oh, great, it's starting to friggin' rain. Oh, no. Um, and that's my story about haunted forts oh, and castles. <laughs> All right, so I got some questions. Okay. So the last time when we had Amanda on, we grilled her about what kind of equipment, et cetera, she uses. And I know that you had mentioned that you didn't like the gadgets and the, you know, the whiz bangs. So what exactly do you use for your investigations and why? Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I would, you know, change the question a little bit. I don't have a problem with gadgets. I, okay. If you can track back um, why they're appropriate. Understood. You know, I've got a rifle case under the bed that is behind me. Um, that's just filled with what most people would call gadgets, but they, I feel like they have more value. Um, okay. Motion detectors, video cameras, audio recorders, um, environmental measuring measurement, you know, what is, yep. what is the oxygen level? What is the carbon dioxide, et cetera, et cetera, yep. et cetera. Sure. Um, now they may have nothing to do with a spirit, but you have to be able to cross that off a list at some point. So you Understood. have to kind of, you know, throw a wide net. Yeah. So I use, uh, as Amanda pointed out, probably too much equipment. You know, I, I talked a lot of smack, but I'll backtrack it and say, you know, at times I don't use my senses enough. You know, if, if your eyes are just on all the gear in front of you, you may be missing out on the big picture of, sure. you know, the spirit walking right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I use a lot of equipment, but it's much different than the typical ghost hunter. I build all of my own stuff. And, you know, I have a sensor board that records like 26 environmental sensors all at once. Yep. And it data logs them every second and it's synced to the video. I even do, uh, what would you call it, uh, automated investigations at times where I will literally have a computer that runs a, a pre-recorded script or whatnot yep. and you can literally set it and tell it hey randomly throughout the night run the script you know and then all the equipment syncs to the computer syncs to the video syncs to the audio and so literally it will do evp sessions automatically it'll do all and i have data logs of everything i have every bit of video that ever existed for it you know yep. and, uh, then, and i do exactly the same um yeah. the tempest <laughs> Yep. measures i believe every half a second yep um it's rechargeable up to eight hours so you can walk sure. into an investigation set it down and say go yeah um i have the similar software that will run an evp session whenever you want automated sure. and yep. record the responses sure aha uh -huh, manda manda uh -huh. <laughs> yeah so um, what, yeah, so and then at the end of the night, you just plug it into your computer. So which begs the question? Oh, there's okay, the cool. tempest. Look mm -hmm. at that little tiny guy. Nice. Yeah, um, that's what I've heard that quite a bit in my lifetime. <laughs> um, okay. um, hope the kids are asleep. Everyone, at Amanda's home. staying quiet on that one, so we'll keep moving. Right? Yeah, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> the um, oh. Hold on one second. I've, that's the door. I hate to interrupt at such an important moment. Yeah, uh -oh. I'll be here. No, I'm just uh, kidding. No. Nobody <laughs> visits me. Um, 
So, so where the did you point get this? of it is Amanda has the Tempest there with her. Um, <laughs> sure. I was, I take oh, what I, what I want to say is, is if, you know, this is a question I've had because I do, Shane, much the same as yourself. You know, I love the idea yep. that you can have an extra investigator that you just plonk down, hit go, yeah. and walk away, and that room's covered. My question starts to become... Does the spirit, you know, it, it's like the tree falling in the woods. Does the spirit come out and interact if it's not, quote unquote, sensing the presence of anyone living and breathing? Well, here, here's the theories <laughs> to back this up. So, number one, uh, if you think about it, a lot of people say if you have a voice recorder and you let it run, and then you play it back, you hear voices and sounds that you didn't hear as a human while you were standing there. And the theory is that, you know, entities would create an electromagnetic field and that they're directly interfacing with the microphone, not actually creating sound waves in the air. So right. you don't hear it, but they do. So the other thing is, is when I run these sessions, I intentionally leave use a fairly strong speaker connected with an emf device and so i intentionally emit on their same emf frequencies the sound from the presentation and literally what it will become is an automated evp session so i'll run the board for like an hour i'll let it collect the numbers then i'll come in and it'll start the presentation and it'll say okay if there's any entities present in this room, can you alter the magnetic field in this room, say? Or can you change the temperature? And it'll say, I'll give you 30 seconds to do this, et cetera, et cetera. And so then what I do is I take those 30-second chunks of that data and I use statistical software, just like a science professor would do or lab, science lab would do. And I actually do the statistics to say, okay, was this statistically significant? Did we see changes? Did we see spikes? Did we see standard deviation changes? And then we compare that with that baseline. 90% of the time, nothing happens. It's just flatline the whole night, nothing. But certain locations, you will get them to actually, you, you tell them to touch the magnetic sensor, they'll touch the magnetic sensor. You tell them to change the radiation in the room, they'll change the radiation in the room. You tell them to move the temperature, they'll move the temperature. And the great thing about it is, You've got a video camera on this sensor board, so there's no way it's people pranking or coming up there and messing with stuff. And number two, you have the baselines from hours of it just sitting there running, and you're comparing those specific 30-second chunks with the rest of the signals for each sensor. And yep, you will start to see, you'll start to see patterns. Plus, now I've got numbers. Somebody wants to argue, say, all right, I can't prove it's an entity, but hey, look, four times right in a row within their exact 30 second time, I had these exact changes and they will only touch the sensor that they were told to touch. All the rest will stay straight. And because I'm relogging them all simultaneously, I can see that, you know, and then if there's, you know, some kind of activity in a room, I'll see it on the camera. I'll go and look at the data. Or if I see a blip in the data, it's like, oh, there's a bunch of spikes right here. What happened in the room at that time? Now, almost always, it's some inve other investigator walked through the room or did something and it triggered a bunch of the sensors. But not always. There have been times 
uh, that I've actually left this all by itself. Literally rented a place, came in there, set up the equipment, locked the door and left, went out to dinner, you know, went out to the nightclub, come back at like midnight, picked it up, took it home and then analyzed it when I got home. And sure enough, during only this EVP sessions and only the sensors they were told to touch, they touched. Now, this does not happen very often. I'm going to say probably one or two percent of the investigations get that level, but it does happen, you know, because I'm like 80 percent skeptic, you know, 20 percent believer. <laughs> and the only reason I haven't quit this field is because that one or two percent. It's just there's no way to explain it. I mean, there's no right. humans it, in the it house. Keeps you, it keeps so, you interested. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You're just trying to actually get the results of. Yeah, like your home automation, you know. Um, you're trying to take the people out of it. Yeah. Right. So you're not trying to, like, communicate or actually have that kind yes. of. Well, right. and then the other thing you discover is you get these investigators. They go in and they shoot in there with their K2 meter and the thing's blinking and they're just talking at the camera and they're like, oh, look, it's going off, it's going off. And then it stops. And then a few minutes later, it does it again, you know. And it's like, okay, you guys are getting all excited but is there anything really happening? And, and my, my favorite example is one time I had this board at a, at a uh, big mansion house and I kept, you know, people kept saying, Hey, my K2 is going off. My K2 is going off. I'm like, all right. So I go back and I look at the board data right there while I'm sitting there. And I'm like, yes, there was EMF spikes in this house at that time. So then I left it going and I just left it recording the whole evening. Well, when the next day when I'm reviewing the data and I'm, paying attention to this i realized that every 10 minutes and eight seconds there's a blip of emf and it's like oh this just happened to be while they're talking because 10 minutes isn't that big of a difference you know and there's all these investigators all over the house so after i did some more research and saw the timing i realized it's the sprinkler pumps for the lawn sprinklers <laughs> in the backyard every 10 minutes and eight seconds they kick on it runs one cycle and shuts off and so that the the motors for the pumps filled the entire house with EMF. I mean, it was strong, especially in the basement. It was off the scale. You know, upstairs, third floor, barely could see it. In the basement, it almost pegged the equipment. But if you didn't log like that and see all the data, big picture, long term, and see all the spikes, you know, the, the computer software I wrote will actually tell you these are where the spikes are at. These are how long they were. This is how many there was, how strong they were, right. blah, blah, blah. Right. So once I know that, then it's like, oh, wait a minute. Those repeat exactly every 10 minutes and eight seconds. That's not an entity. That is a human-made device somewhere. And I went right. looking for it. <laughs> right, right. So, so Shane, yes. yeah. Shane, would you say 100%, and this is your words, not mine, so I don't want to be misquoted, but to surmise what you're, you know, and summarize what you were saying, you are saying that the K2 has absolutely no value on a scientific investigation. Oh, no, no. And, 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 and don't backtrack now because we have you on tape. Hey, so <laughs> I, here's what I'll tell you. This is good. A K2 meter has a purpose. It was meant to find 60-cycle EMF for locating wires, locating bad motors, bad appliances. It has an actual use. Ghost people took it and said, hey, this thing can pick up EMF. It's got cool color lights. We can show this on our camera and we'll look cool. 
So that's what happened. But now, um, the nice thing about the K2 meter is if there is a lot of pulses of EMF, yes, it picks them up. It's supposed to. That's what it does. Now, if I see a K2 going off a lot, then I'll go back to my board data and actually spend a little more time looking. So I kind of use it as more of a early warning system. You know, <laughs> if the K2 lays there all night and didn't blip once, well, then there's probably not going to be anything on the EMF for the board data either. You mm -hmm. know, so I can kind of skim it quicker. But if yeah, it's blinking right. all night, then I can look at it closer mm -hmm. and go, it's worth my time to take the extra five minutes. Well, yeah, Jay, Jay actually defriended me because at one oh, point I asked him about his use of the K2 and no. his explanation was, Jay, you know this is true. I will pull up <laughs> screenshots to anyone who's interested. <laughs> Jay told me that he can tell the severity of a haunting because obviously red means bad and green means good. Those oh, are his yeah. words. Yeah, that, that totally <laughs> sounds like me. Yeah. That's what you and, said yeah, to me. I think and you were I like, remember oh. unfriending you. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. You you said, you said, <laughs> and I quote, everyone has a right to an opinion, and everyone's opinion is equal. So why don't you shut up, bro, Hamage? <laughs> Your words. Yeah, no, never my words. No, so anyways, people know me you know, know better than that. Yeah, so that, that's how I do my investigations. I mean, another device that I built uh, along this line, um, think of it like a ghost CB radio. Remember the old CB radios from the 70s? Well, maybe you're not mm -hmm. old enough. <laughs> Since he's no. 30. No, Since he's 30, 30, he's not yeah, old right. enough to remember yeah. the 70s right. like me. What are the old. 70s? Huh? What? what are the like 70s? the rest? 1970s. 1970s. Never That's heard before her. Seventies. She's a young girl. <laughs> so no, I, I mean I know there was rumors of a time period known as the seventies. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. it. But 70s. I always thought it was seven, the letter D. No, no, I, I, it is not. No. So, anyways, yeah, remember the old radios that truckers used to use? Uh -huh. Still use? Yeah, the BCs. Yeah, the CBs, CB radios. CBs, CBs. So basically. I built one of those to speak with the entities because the now idea you're just bragging, Shane. No, it's cool. So the idea <laughs> was, okay, if oh. an entity generates EMF and shows up in your voice recorder when you don't hear them, what if I ge generate EMF of the same type so that they can hear me better? I, so I, I being dead, I think EMF is a a dead end um Fair. no pun intended <laughs> i think that we we mm -hmm. kind of we it's a nice thing that we don't know or previously we didn't know much about so people said okay well it's miss you know we don't understand quite where it's coming sure. from so maybe it's a ghost and now it's like well, emf I pumps I mean, you know, I mean, I remember when there was the the device. I'm sure there's people still selling it that tra that that purports to translate your voice into EMF tone that goes out through a speaker, and you can speak to the ghosts in EMF. No, but this um, is not. This makes right, no but sound at no, all. No, no, no. I know, I know. I'm just saying that, in my yeah. opinion, I'm not saying that. You know, if it works for you, fantastic. I feel like there's a lot of other avenues that we could walk down. Oh, obviously. Um, it was just a, a side gadget. But the interesting thing that we found 
and this is just one example, and I've only had it for a very, very short time. It's only been on two investigations ever because I just built it. But we were in a mansion down in the basement where the stone walls, where they had the, the rough cut stone in flat mortar, whatever, stone. As you moved the wand along that walls, you would come to certain types of rocks and you would actually hear a hissing or a whispering kind of a sound. You couldn't make any words out. There was no, no syllables, no, but it was like that. Okay, so you hear that and you're thinking, okay, that's nothing. So you pull the wand away, it goes away. You put the wand closer, it gets stronger. You touch it, it's really strong. You're like, okay, that's pretty cool. So then we put the wand right up to it. I key up the microphone and I talk. So it's just blasted. I mean, every K2 in the whole building is probably going off at this point because I'm flooding the whole building with EMF. When we'd unkey from that and listen, the whispering sounds would be gone for probably between two and five minutes. And then they would very slowly whisper and start come back again. If And we repeated this two or three times with two different people wearing, wearing the headphones to, to test this out. So that event happened. Whether it's paranormal, I have no idea, but it is definitely an anomaly that needs further investigation. Right, <laughs> right. So I, I think yeah. that part of that too is, you know, when you're talking about, have you ever, have either one of you been at some place where you've been told that it's, you know, the land is haunted or the, the land sure. of spirits, you know, have you ever run into anything like really dominant? Like if you go to a place where they say the land is haunted and you've caught anything, either one of you. Amanda? Well, I do believe that um, a lot there's a lot of like sacred lands and there's a lot of um, very spiritual lands out there. Um, as for catching anything, um, no, no. But I've had like some really, really fascinating experiences, like like say like out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. and um, whether it be like squatching or just some really insane elemental kind of activity um i never caught anything i've never yeah. caught have you ever had anything at your in your native lands up where, where you're from um well yes yes i mean there's there's okay. tons of stuff and our our um our traditions are, are quite quite deep with that sure. um so i definitely do believe that there is yeah in, in traditional lands there's, there's a lot of like spirit walking sure. um yeah, but um, once again, too, with that, that's not really something that we would investigate. That's more something that we would respect um, and just yeah, alone. Yep. exactly experience and learn from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no EMF there. Nope. Right. right. Yeah. yeah I, remember, there probably. I remember a couple mm-hmm. of years ago, um, obviously, like subsequent to my knee surgery, which happened in my 20s. Um, a friend He's of mine. He's got a bedded, weenie now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, it's. I do have a penis. So I, I don't know what that has to do with the conversation. You talked but, about um, your knee. Yeah. Okay. I anyway, have keep moving. But um, no. To, the point of the story is that even after the surgery, I leg pressed four reps over eleven hundred pounds. Wow. And okay. so people want to talk about is that paranormal? Well, yes, because, you know, you norms could never get to <laughs> those me. heights. 
Um, and that's for everyone that's in the chat room as well. You can't beat me. You can only try and be me. Rob D, the man you <laughs> see. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Um, I also wanted to bring up a, 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 an interesting fact um, that I, I go absolutely crazy about. It's like the whole Native Indian burial ground. Mm -hmm. Stop it, people. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's not a thing. Right. That's, that's, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was, you hear that story about, um, I got oh, kicked off again. About, uh, Amityville. Mm -hmm. Um, that, oh, they discovered it was on Indian burial grounds. Nope. False. It was right. the, the nearest Indian burial grounds that had any documentation was about 20 miles away which you can imagine in the times that it was inhabited by Native Americans, 20 miles, you know, on foot is quite a distance. Right. So, you know, there was there was a psychic who, uh, look, I don't even care. Hans Holzer's psychic used to say that there was um, Indian burial grounds all over the damn place. You couldn't take a step to your right without uh indian burial ground causing a haunting right. and i think that's where we get a lot of that today not a knock on that psychic nobody's a hundred percent in anything they do besides right. me but you know um as as you know i mean that's part of you know you got to take your contribution if people say well what have you contributed to the paranormal you got to kind of take the good with the bad Right. Um, right. You know, Dustin Perry, for example, we know that he will tell you that his greatest contribution is bringing back the upside down backwards golf visor. <laughs> um, and yes, that is a contribution. <laughs> um, the value of it remains unknown. But a hundred years from now, you know, no one's going to say, oh, Rob never smiled on camera. They're going to say, Remember the guy who stood next to the guy with the upside down backwards golf visor? Yeah. You know, that's that's, how I that's know. a legacy. Yeah, that's how we know. <laughs> that's how, that's how, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> that's so it's awesome. true. So <laughs> having, having spoken about and we were talking about, you know, the burial grounds or you know, the land yeah. aspect. How about when you were talking about Animeville, Rob? Um was there any place that you would think that? Well, let's let's stick with Animeville. Animeville basically, you know, had the stories behind it. This and I think like Hollywood kind of ruins some locations just because. You think it was? It. You think it was Hollywood, Jay, or you think it was the people who lived there and over a couple bottle of wine decided yeah, well, to enhance the story? I think that it was a premises of, of it's something started somewhere, and I think that with. Hollywood kind of jumped on board and said, we can make this really scary way more than it really is. And I just, I don't know. So is it, would there be a location or a place that you have personally been to or Amanda's been to that where Hollywood has basically kind of taken over that? Have you been to some place where they've, you know, like remade a movie about it or. I mean, I've been to a, quite a few, um, there was one in England where they said, oh, this is where they would, um, they, this mass murder legend started from, and they attribute it to movies and stuff. Um, 
And they said this floor used to drop out and the guy who was passed out would fall into boiling water and die. Well, the stone, the, the floor was original. Mm-hmm. There was no way that there was the floor was cut out and there was a giant spring system scoop, right. a la Scooby-Doo. Right. Um, not so much Hollywood, but Rose Hall in Jamaica, mm-hmm. um, I truly believe is not haunted. Okay. Um, we were there, we, we successfully, and I don't say this loosely, um, we successfully debunked one of the most famous photographs they have there. And the legend really came about um, as kind of a, a story to try and scare the slaves not to mess with the women of the home because mm-hmm. she might be that famous witch that will kill you. Um, nothing about that place was active. You know, we, we went down there and they, they obviously spent quite a bit of money to send us there and nothing happened. And so we packed up and they said, all right, well, we just got a phone call. We're investigating again all tomorrow night. And I was kind of disappointed because they knew that we were legit and on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was perhaps more insulting that they said, these guys are idiots. Give them enough time and they'll find something. Right, right. You know, um, haunted. You know, I talked to a, a executive producer who told me, look, I don't believe in ghosts whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's all bullshit. Excuse his language. Right. Um, <laughs> I think you guys are just finding, creeping yourselves out and getting a bunch of junk. Yay! And, and, and I, appreciate, I appreciate his honesty. The downside is that um, they, they kind of felt like we can send you anywhere that looks really cool or has a backstory related to a movie or whatever, and you'll find something. And then they were upset when we didn't find anything. Not necessarily true. Yeah, you won't. Not every place mm-hmm. is haunted. Very few, well, actually. One, one that comes to mind, and once again, not a movie, um, but we went to – oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Um, we went to Waverly Hills. Okay. And um, for me, it seemed like it was like a, it was more of a tour. Like you have to go to this mm-hmm. location, you have to go to the body shoot, you have to go see this. And like, it was not really about investigating there. It was more about let's see the hot spots. And then when it actually came to real investigation, we weren't really um, overwhelmed or anything. Like it was just kind of it was a really cool building. It's really cool, and I, I loved exploring it, and I loved. Um, right. Seeing, but a lot of their ghosts per se can be explained like mm-hmm. immediately. Um, so it's yeah, I'm probably well, how many there. times, how many tw- times have you guys run into cases where you before you've even gone inside? And I know we shouldn't make snap judgments, etc., but you look at it and you hear the history of it and you say creepy looking so everyone decided it was haunted and now they investigate there you know well, you get probably a, lot a good of, percentage of them yeah a lot of school districts change because they you know they're able to travel more so they don't need as many tiny outposts so you have these gigantic buildings of no value anymore mm-hmm. yeah and so people buy them up and say the haunted kindergarten mm-hmm. 
Why yeah. the hell was your kindergarten haunted? Come on, right. man. Right. You gotta do better than that. Right. Yeah. No, we have places around here, even where I live. I mean, there's some houses that that buildings that say, "Oh yeah, that there's a history of hauntings there," and you know, you go up to it, and it's like, "Yeah, that's it's really not," you know. But I think that's that's everywhere. I think that's a lot of places that people really want to believe that it's haunted. Yeah. And really want to like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that really want this or certain places to be haunted and then there's there's a handful mm-hmm. of ones that want to fake it to make it haunted oh yeah sure of course you know, I'll, I'll and, and some of them quick. have been called out yeah and yeah. if you're in the know you know um right, right you know i remember amanda and i were driving to uh savannah georgia to, to go hang out and investigate there and there Ooh, was that's plenty of houses along the way that we said totes haunted you know, because they were just abandoned and run yeah, down. Right, right, right. And, you know, and, and I guarantee you, if someone got permission to run tours there, they would come up with a great backstory about oh, the yeah. family oh, who, yeah. you know, disappeared or was murdered there. Right. right. You know, um, I, I'm sure we could all think of some locations that have been done to death in the TV side of things where mm. the stories are not legit. Right. Sure. Um, one comes TV to mind. Good that, for everybody, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's one that comes to mind. I won't give enough to give away which one it is, but um, the backstory on it, it had to do with a murder, and it turns out that the murder, all that, anything associated with the murder, happened miles and miles away from this location. Oh, wow. mm. sure. But it made it is made there then one of the top attractions in the states to say that it happened there. Right, right. You yeah. know, people want to make money. Yep. I think that's the bottom line. I mean, there's a lot of people, especially now, the people that are into the paranormal think that, you know, there's a there's a certain amount of people that want to be on TV and want to be famous and want to be this and want to be that. But, you know, it's... You're in the wrong business. Well, I got... <laughs> I'll, I'll let your listeners know right now. Right. Um, paranormal TV comes and goes in cycles generally about 10 11 years sometimes a little shorter um going back to the the invent of television basically Mm -hmm. and i got bad news for all you people out there we are hitting a massive downturn yeah so when you hear you know these shows your favorite show got canceled it may not be any more paranormal than ratings are down for ghost shows. You mm-hmm. remember a couple of years ago where you'd hear about the new shows coming out and mm-hmm. seven of them would be somehow paranormal in nature. Sure. You're not going to see that for quite some time. You might hear yeah. about one or two, right? you sure. know, but, but it's definitely, I, I, and I've heard from people in the industry directly who said, nobody's interested in paranormal shows. Anymore. Right. I think I've kind of noticed a little bit of that too, but I, I get, I, as long as they don't give up podcasts. Right, no kidding, right? Yeah. Well, but see, that's the difference yeah, is podcasts and a lot of the YouTube investigators, some are good, some are bad. Yep. Um, some are faking, and I can tell. Right. You know, right. And if I call them out, they'd just say I'm bitter anyway, so what do I care? Right. But those, those people, what people don't understand is they go, oh, they're more famous than – no, they may be famous within the paranormal field which right. is actually preferable to being famous to the general public. Right. Because right. the general public 
doesn't you know know what to expect on investigation if i take you know um this candle and i say this is my magic oh whoa there's ghosts about well, if you're at home you just accept that as true if i watch a show about digging for gold in alaska and they say what you got to do is keep this salt on your head two hours before you go mining i go okay I guess that's how you do it. I don't know how to mine for gold in Alaska. If you tell me this is how you find ghosts, okay, I believe you. But to have a successful podcast or, or internet show, um, you gotta you gotta you're you're really looking towards um, people who know better. Right. And sure. and or some of us. Right, right. Right, right. That makes oh, sense. Do you know better, Rob? I do. <laughs> I can watch the shows and tell you right down. I, I can't even force myself to watch it. most yeah. of them. Yeah. I don't watch. Uh, um, I watch but, recreation shows because, and here's why. They're not saying here's evidence. They're telling a ghost story, and okay, I can fine. choose whether I believe it or not. I remember, yeah. you know, I didn't know Amanda, and I saw her on a show called Haunted Hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, whoa, she's a bit of a little looker there, you know. Um, so I looked her up on Facebook. And I was like, you, you know, I believe I used the, the pickup line. Are you from Tennessee? Because your dad's a thief. Um, and that one has worked so many times for me. I know Jay prefers, is that a mirror in your pocket? Because I'm from Tennessee. <laughs> that's that's another gold um that'll do well for you all right thanks for, for people at home write these down they work <laughs> right amanda Rob, Rob right yes yeah. yes they yeah. work that's yeah. how you got me yep. the immortal yeah so then you got amanda quill spooky molder so any parting uh remarks before we uh head off this wonderful show Amanda. Um, yes. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. I would like a fish. I would like one little fish. And Rob doesn't think that I should have one. So just going to bring that out to the public. Okay. This All right. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> um, I would like to thank the Dutchman Tattoo Parlor in New Westminster, British Columbia. Um <laughs> If you can see it on camera, that was done there. That goes all the way around. Right. Amazing. Also, um, Amanda was featured in Va Vampires Magazine wow, to answer cool. the age-old question, who would win in a fight between a vampire and a werewolf? That I'm not making this up. <laughs> um, so if you're in Canada, if you're in BC, definitely head over to the Dutchman. They, they are money in the bank. Um, also, my other... Sponsor uh, Terry Cuckendall Ford Toyota out of Lake Charles, Louisiana. You know, he will um, ship. yes, he, he is ready to ship. And you know, his saying, um, Come on down to Cuckendall Ford, <laughs> where the prices are spookerific. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, you guys yeah. have been great. Um, yeah, this has been, been fun. Uh, an Good interesting time. show, to say the least. I, I love it. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been trying to 
get you and both of you guys on for a while now, but since we've had Amanda, yep. it, it, it's always Amanda. fitting that Rob D. the Immortal be on here with us. And so yeah. we, we really appreciate you guys coming on and, and talking. And I appreciate you putting me first. You, it was Amanda Quill and Rob. So oh, that was uh, well, yeah, yeah, top feeling here. Two in a row now, I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I want to say I have a page now, um, AQ Amanda Quill, that I'm doing a lot of ridiculous stuff on. So. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Like this. Um, Rob has installed um, motion detectors in our house that are heart ninjas. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've heard that. That's pretty good. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. I'd also Yay. like to thank my sponsors over at Fart Ninja. <laughs> your number one go-to source for all your ghost hunting needs. I think that's an apparition, but I don't yeah. think it's a paranormal one. But, but that works. That works. <laughs> yeah. All right. We want to thank you guys again. This is yeah, it's fun. been awesome. You are very welcome. Yeah. Thank you for uh, having us. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's our pleasure. I mean, you guys are awesome. So um, everybody that can see this on youtube and facebook uh it'll be uploaded to wherever you get your podcast uh we'll be on facebook on parapost uh network as well as our uh pages so tune in this next sunday this coming sunday actually um we have one more show left and then we are taking a break but i will summer break i won't take a break completely but i will i will (laughs) i'll take the break all right all right, guys, we want to thank you very much. And yep, everybody, mm-hmm. have a great thank Monday. You. See ya.